Wild win 2-0 in Montreal, closing off their one-game road trip to Canada to advance to 103 points, temporarily leapfrogging St. Louis in the standings. St. Louis tied right now 2-2 with Boston in the third period in St. Louis. But right now, Wilder in second place. Kevin Fiala, what more can you say about him? He had a power play goal in the second period. Had an assist on Boldy's between-the-legs goal in the third period. Two more points for 22. That's 14 points in seven games. I think Billy and Dean know what they got to do in the offseason. They got a clear cap room. They got to trade a significant player or two. And they got to re-sign Fiala and give him the money. Fiala becomes the Wilds' third 30-goal scorer. He joined Kirill, who has 43, and Hartman, who has 31. Consider this. The Wild finish an unthinkable 23-5-4 against the Eastern Conference this year. Put another way, they play every Eastern team twice. They play them once at home and once on the road throughout the season. In 32 games in the East, the Wild lost in regulation just five times. That's unbelievable. Another rough night for the top line. Kirill and Zuccarello and Hartman were fairly pedestrian yet again. Not not cause for concern. They're in a slump, but uh, you got to acknowledge it when you see it. That's two straight games where they really have not brought their uh, A game to the ice. The Wild, another stat, 14-1-3 in their last 18 games. That's 31 of a possible 36 points. They're steamrolling along. They just got to elevate to the next level when they face the Blues in the playoffs. Talbot, got to give him him credit. Gets his 27th career shutout. 11-0-3 in his past 15 games. Dude hasn't lost since March 1st. Talbot stopped all 26 tonight. Stood strong several times when the Wild were lost and discombobulated in their defensive zone. This is becoming a concern. It's becoming a trend. It's becoming a habit. We've seen it for seven or eight games where there are four, five, maybe six different spurts where the Wild just seem like they're lost in their own zone. Players scattering everywhere. They're behind the puck. They're flying around, running into each other. It's it's a little bit of a concern. Uh, they're not as structured as they used to be, and they got to fix that. And the countdown's coming to the playoffs. We got 10 or 11 days. So hopefully they can fix that. On one hand, you can say the defense needs to get structured. On the other hand, you can say, well, they're missing three or four or five players. And this is what happens when you're shuttling different people in and out of the lineup. Because to be fair, the, the bottom two lines tonight were totally shuffled around with all the injuries. You know, you got Merrill, Jost, Greenway, Dumba, Felino, all out of the lineup. First, some of them for significant amounts of time. So it will take time for them to gel. The trap here is you can't roll into the playoffs and just expect if everyone's healthy and back in the lineup, expect everyone to gel again. So that's the tricky part. That's the tightrope. That's the narrow tunnel that Dean Evison and, and, and Billy really have to navigate for the next 10 days. They got to balance resting some of their players, nursing some of their injuries, still try to get that number two seed so they have home ice in the first round of the playoffs, and also try to get some momentum built so you 
charge into those playoffs feeling good about your game. And right now, they really don't. I mean, they beat San Jose on Sunday night. San Jose is one of the worst teams in the league. San Jose took them to overtime at home. So they write that one off. Then they go up to Canada tonight. They play Montreal, second worst team in the NHL. They were up 1-0 going into the uh, third period. So it, 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 it's not time to hit the panic button. It's a little concerning, but when you consider some of the players they're resting and the mixed lineups we're seeing, you gotta take a, you gotta take a win where you can get it, especially when your goalie pitches a shutout. The Wild fly home tonight. They won't land in Minnesota until technically Thursday morning, very early. Probably have an off day. And then they get ready for back-to-back on Thursday and Friday against the Vancouver Canucks and Bruce Boudreaux. And then you have the Seattle Kraken on Friday night. Hope you're enjoying the Wild Minute with Troy. You certainly know that you should download it. You go to Spotify and you subscribe. Like it, listen it, love, follow, friend. Do what you need to do at the dinner table with family and friends. Sitting at the bar next to a buddy, wherever you are, if you're talking about the Minnesota Wild, make sure to spread the good word about the Wild Minute with Troy and let them know if they need a daily fix, if they need a pre and a post pod on game days, well, you go to Wild Minute with Troy. Have a question? Email me, wildminutetroy at gmail.com. Tomorrow's a wild off day. We will have a podcast, and then on Thursday we'll have the pre and the post. This is Troy. This is your Wild Minute.